to Ascend with Carrie and Mohan brought to you by the Oracle Applications and Technology Users Group, OATUG, and the Oracle HCM Users Group, OHUG, to talk about all things related to the Ascend Oracle Users Conference, which is held annually in the United States. Coming up, our next conference, Ascend 2024, will be held June 17th to 20th, 2024 at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. In this podcast series, Mohan Dutt representing OATUG. Hi, Mohan. Hi. And Carrie Hollick representing OHUG. How are you Hi. today? Doing great. Great. We'll be talking about everything you'll want to know about Ascend, from how to apply to become a speaker, to education tracks, presentation program highlights, conversations on the art of and benefits of networking, key tips for exhibitors, and getting excited all about meeting the Oracle representatives who attend, which is such a big honor every year, and so much more. So we hope you'll subscribe to Ascend with Carrie and Mohan wherever you get your podcasts for new episodes coming to you each month as we lead up to Ascend 2024. So welcome today. Good to see you, Mohan. Good to see you, Carrie, as always. Glad to How be are, here. How's it going? Welcome, everyone. Today, we want to talk about something that is on everyone's mind lately, but it's chat GPT, AI in general, whatever your favorite AI platform is at the moment. So Mohan, start, we were talking a little bit about how you know lately you see how it's used well and how it's not used very well. Tell us more about that and how you think that it could be used to help people get ready to apply as a speaker or to present at Ascend. Yes, the most exciting thing uh, which happened since we last spoke was our call for presentations is now open. So you can visit the Send website and go to the page to submit your presentation proposal. So I encourage you to click on the link provided on this podcast and shared on this podcast too. Uh, go to our uh, page, which talks about what you need to do to submit a proposal. And as we had discussed in previous episodes, you don't have to have your entire presentation ready. Uh, three simple things you need to get in for your proposal, the title, the abstract, and at least three presentation objectives. Now, we all have writer's block, right? So we think, you know, what's a good title? Or what do we put in an abstract? What do we put in present presentation objectives? Now, a good uh, way of looking at it is look at uh, previous year's presentations. You will see that how the titles of selected proposal presentations were there, how the abstract were written, how the objectives are written. But that's just a starting point. Now, thanks to these new AI platforms now, whether it's uh, BARD, whether it's um, ChatGPT, uh, we have these new tools uh, which will help us to overcome the so-called writer's block and what I recommend is 
you start with a title, start with your abstract, start with presentation objectives, and don't worry whether that objective or the title is world-class or not. So just write the content and then take the help of our AI tools to see what this suggests for improvement. Um, a recent example I came across, like I was uh, making a, a, a post on LinkedIn and I typed in a LinkedIn post and there was a prompt saying, do you want LinkedIn to help you rewrite your post? And um, actually LinkedIn took a few seconds to rewrite my post and what came out was more exciting than what I had initially thought about. And I posted it and it looked great and got a few likes. So it's a similar thing. Um, use these platforms, I would say, as your friend, as your help, but um, still I would say work on your initial thought because if you want Chad GPT or any of his AI platform to create a title or the entire abstract on its own, sooner or later, people will find out and the evaluation team will find out that this is entirely created by any of the AI platforms and not done by a person. So the likelihood of selection will be much less. Carrie, yeah, how I, about you? What's your experience so far with AI? Interested to hear what your take is on it. Yeah, I, I certainly agree with Mohan. You've got to have some some good content and some good guts first. All right, you gotta you gotta bring the ideas. It's not gonna generate everything for you, but it's a great tool. I I, I liken it to um, you know years ago when you started using search engines and things like that, and then you started using more advanced tools. The same type of thing. In some ways, you can use it as an editor. You could use it to change tone. You know, I've, I've used it a lot for tone and emails and for brevity and things like that. You know, if I have something that I want to get across, and for me, I know I tend to sometimes be verbose when I write. I use a lot of words to get a single thing across. And so I'll throw that into chat GPT or similar tool and say, hey, take this and make it shorter. You can give guidance about how short, you can give guidance around tone. I've taken things and said, make it funnier, make it uh, make it longer, if, uh, you know, whatever it is for you that you need to have is more of a balance. And then it'll, it'll give me something back and I'm never taking what it gives back, right? I'm kind of looking at it and saying, Oh, great. You know, I got 10 ideas out of this and I love four of them. I'm going to do that. And you can continue to go through the, the AI tool if you would like to help refine it and, and work through it. Or you can just take it and then go off on your own. Even titles, like Moen said, it's not going to generate it for you. Well, I mean, it could, but you probably want to start with your own. And then you could say, hey, uh, chat GPT or whatever, give it a prompt that says, I want this title to be shorter. I want it to include Vegas, right? You know, something that references uh, Las Vegas, the city that the conference is in, you know, something like that. I found it super helpful. Alliteration, you know, uh, different tools, rhyming, whatever it is that you want your title to do. It's going to give you a lot of choices. A lot of them are going to be potentially ridiculous that you'll reject, <laughs> but, you know, it'll give you some some starting points and you might just walk away with a, a little bit of gold. The, the one thing that that I like to do with it too, that I was thinking of when, when Mohan was talking, 
for me with, with like a high level abstract, often I want to break it down, you know, kind of explain it like I'm five or as I'll say, sometimes, you know, my mom should be able to understand this and she's not, you know, an Oracle person or a tech professional or anything like that, but I should be able to get a point across in a way that she can understand it. That just means I'm delivering context and, and things like that. And I do find that these AI tools can be super, super helpful for that because they can take a concept that you're maybe explaining with, with an inherent assumption you don't even realize that you're, you're thinking people know this. Well, it can take it and kind of add some of those building blocks that, that really help tell the story in a different way and help reach your audience a little bit differently. So super exciting stuff. I, I agree that it's a great thing for, for people to leverage where it makes sense for you. Yeah, one thing I've learned too is that I, I all of those ideas that both of you just gave were right on as far as what my experience has been and how as an editor of a magazine, so I'm always looking for ways to use words and you change it up a little bit. Titles, great help with titles. It'll spit out 15 titles in 10 seconds. I mean, awesome, right? But what I find is I have to kind of pull myself back a little bit because I don't want to be influenced by AI and how I write. Where's my voice in it? Where's the authentic self in it, right? It's something unique because it can suddenly start to get boring. What I've noticed is, is that in if, if you ask it to do a page or two on some topic, it can, it can do that in 20 seconds or less. And and it will make sense and it will be pretty much near perfect in terms of the language and the grammar, but it will be so boring. <laughs> you know, you'll look at even, even if I say, please include some examples and, you know, stories or anecdotes, it'll sound really uh, sort of like the most boring friend, you know, you kind of love them, but you would have to sit through uh, this really boring story. It almost takes on that tone. So that's where you, begin to see that we can't rely on it too heavily, right? Yeah, and just to add on that, um, many of these tools like ChatGPT is based on these large language models where the engine is actually trained on those. And for example, like a few months ago, like the ChatGPT was trained on data, which was valid till 2021, which means mm -hmm. ChatGPT doesn't know what has happened in the world the last three years, you know, a 